Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 110, The Roads Ahead. We are broadcasting, well, I am broadcasting live, well, live for me, from our worldwide headquarters here in Blacksburg, Virginia. That's right, man. I'm here solo today. I sound a little bit like a frog, I suppose. I got a little cold. No, I don't have COVID. Uh, just a little normal immune system fighting off a uh, cold, little cough, doing all right. But I'm glad to be back. Several of you have asked me, hey, Reed, are you, you still podcasting? And so, yeah, we are. I know we've had a little gap and a little hiatus uh, in our production, but we are back. Well, back in a little bit. I wanted to give you an update, really, uh, on the state of the podcast, the road ahead, if you will. Just a short one, if you're like me and peek at the timestamp of a podcast episode to see how much time you're going to put in here. Sometimes you see one, it's like, wow, uh, that's a three-hour conversation. That's serious. Or you see this is a 45-minute or this one, I don't know how long it'll be, but it'll probably be pretty short. So this is going to be a short just update about where things are with the Underground. The Gospel Underground podcast, this is kind of encouraging. Uh, started in 2017. In fact, next month will be four years old. Nice little toddler. 110 episodes in. We're very grateful. We love the medium. We will be back. I wanted to explain myself a little bit that our last, I just looked, our last episode was June 10th. My goodness. Did you plan to have a break in the summer? No, we did not actually. What happened? Well, uh, as you guys know, Jesse Fury, uh, my podcasting partner in crime, uh, my co-host here on The Underground, has been on sabbatical, and I wanted to take uh, great efforts to persuade him that podcasting was a sabbatical activity, which which we agreed on. We did several episodes during his time of rest, but I also wanted to be sensitive to scheduling, so we weren't ever going to do these unless we could get them on the calendar, but I'm not blaming Jesse's sabbatical for that. Uh, my own calendar got a little bit hairy this summer with some... Um, significant. I was. I ended up preaching at several churches almost every Sunday for a stretch of almost a month. Uh, several conferences and trainings. I did a week with some friends out in Oklahoma City where I had twelve different meetings or teachings or things like that. I think it was the number. Uh, and some consulting things that I was wrapping up this summer. And I just got really heavy involved with my own work and then trying to schedule with Jesse. Uh, and my own schedule got very difficult. And so we floated along a little bit, and here we are, the last day of July. And then, to be honest, friends, um, after preaching for a friend on July 4th, I took an actual vacation, which is long overdue. My wife and I uh, got away for a little bit of time. We coincided it with a trip that our two youngest kids, Kyleen and Tommy, did out in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which my wife pronounces, or I'm trying to persuade her not to pronounce, Minneapolis. She adds syllables or something, and we're so, so we're trying to fix that. But out in Minneapolis, uh, two of my kids were on kind of a, a regional all-star team. They got to go out and participate in this thing called the Target Cup. Actually, two tournaments, uh, one at the beginning of a, uh, a week and then another one at the end of a week. I, I think there were 15,000 athletes competing in this thing. A huge complex out there, I guess, that Target helped build and sponsor. And so our teams did very well. But Casey and I, we did five days, just complete vacation, the two of us, uh, on Lake Superior in Duluth. Shout out to my friend Kyle Eaton. Got to visit his church there uh, in Duluth, Minnesota. Just a wonderful time, just walking around the Great Lake and hiking and looking at historical 
historical things. Uh, the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald was a song that my father uh, had introduced me to when I was a little dude. Like I was born in the 70s and that happened in the 70s. And so I always kind of had this a little bit of an obsession with the Great Lakes as a little kid and finally got to go see them. My goodness, looks just like the ocean. If you haven't done it, I highly re- recommend it. And then the last five days of our 10 days in Minnesota, we went in and actually watched Tommy uh, and Kyleen uh, compete. And Kyleen's poor little team was had a lot of injuries throughout the whole 10 day experience. So they were down uh, to, to, you know, just 11 players. That's all you could have. And then one game they had to play with 10 and then somebody got hurt in that game and they, they actually scored a goal with nine people against 11 and they did very well. Kyleen's team won the first tournament, got second in the final one and Tommy's team got second in both. Super proud of them. So I just really unplugged. Casey even asked me, Hey, do you want to take a microphone and, you know, get a podcast in on the road? Cause she knew I was kind of like, Hey, I need to do something with the, with the underground. And I said, you know what? No, I'm not taking a microphone. I'm taking a vacation. So some of you friends out there listening, I hope you're proud of me. Uh, my wife was proud of me and I was glad to get away. And so getting back in the saddle, as it were, we were getting going. And then we had another thing happened with my middle daughter. Kyleen has just broken her hand, two bones in her hand, actually at a college recruiting identification camp at a place, a a university she would really love to go and play soccer. Uh, She's got this weird kind of thing. She's trying to thread to, to find a high level academic place where she's able to play and trying to match those up has been challenging, but I had a great, great camp uh, last day. Casey was up in Pittsburgh with her uh, at, at this university. And uh, man broke her hand and um, now is having surgery on Monday and out going to be out for three months. And so really tumultuous time. We've had six surgeries in five years in our family. We would have had a seventh, but a broken bone in an arm of my son only had to have a cast. So seven kind of major healthcare things, man. It's a uh, it's quite exhausting. I, I, I've been kind of praying, Lord, let, let us have a year where we don't have to do insurance, max out of pocket health care expenses, or give us a break, Lord. And, uh, man, we just keep uh, having these challenges. One of the things I've also been grateful for, thank God uh, openly, is that our family is really close. They rally to each other, taking care of Kyleen. We got her in with a really great surgeon at the University of Virginia Hand Center. Um, I drove her up there yesterday, spent the day. And so anyway, uh, that's kind of been occupying our view now. And I'm just jumping on the pod here really just to share, hey, we're still here. We're going forward. We know we're in the middle of a series with the podcast uh, talking about science and the good or looking at the kind of quest to define morality, goodness, justice without God uh, based upon the book uh, Science and the Good by Hunter and Nedaleski. It's been a great series, really good numbers. I know a lot of you guys have commented to me that you really enjoyed it looking at, hey, how do we know what is good and right? How do we change for the better if there is no thing as the good and we're just doing, you know, navigating social goals and trying to do what we like? Who says what is right? Well, pleasure, what I like or what you you like or what we like how does that end up well it's kind of left us in this kind of warring tribalism no universal right and wrong we decide what's right and just true for ourselves but what do we do when someone else is doing wrong or, or 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 doing really harm in the world and so how do we sort that out so we kind of paused it after the historical look at all those things and where it's left us so we are going to finish up that series in a few episodes looking at unique christian vision right of uh, the good existing in the person and character of god and expressed to us uh, in the person of jesus as well as in the scripture and we're going to look at some applications of that from c.s luton martin luther king jr uh, and then i want to share a little bit about how the knowledge 
knowledge of the good is a great tool, as it were, to share the gospel with other people. So we'll do that, and then uh, and then we'll move on in the fall. And I'm super excited. I've been preparing a little bit uh, for the next kind of major thrust of the podcast. And we're actually going to look, starting hopefully in September-ish, uh, and then into the fall, at uh, the, the reality that human beings are embodied creatures or the human body. And so I've got a stack of, let me see over here, I'm looking, one day, about seven books, uh, what it means to be human, embodied, a new book by my friend and uh, a Gospel Underground board member, Dr. Greg Allison. Uh, we're going to be looking at this, the idea of why the body matters, why it deserves honor, why it has purpose, why it shouldn't be violated, and why it's designed for the honor and glory of God. And we ought to use our bodies to that end. And so that's going to take us all into all sorts of contemporary issues, of course. And I'm really looking forward to traveling that road first. So that's where we are, where we're going. Uh, but before we get to not that, a review, I do have a little bit of a, a little book reviewish right today for you. It's time for Maybe you need a little summer reading. You know, it's a little bit of a a book that I was a little bit slow uh, getting towards, but a friend recommended a book called uh, 10 Questions Every Teen Should Ask and Answer. And I've about finished. It's by a, a, a lady named Rebecca McLaughlin. She's a scholar thinker. She has a ministry that goes back into uh, the work of the Veritas Forum, working with professors and academics. And so she takes a very intellectual approach to the faith. There's actually another book she wrote called Confronting Christianity, which I guess is the adult version of this book. But I really, really enjoyed 10 Questions Every Teen Should Ask and Answer. Uh, so much that I bought each of my kids a copy, and I'm recommending it now to you. It really hits uh, contemporary issues that people might have problems with Christianity about, and really um, turns them a little bit uh, and gets behind them to show that Jesus Christ actually fleshes out these issues much better, uh, notwithstanding some of the uh, the nonsense we might see from you know church people and culture, as it were. But 10 questions every teen should ask. I think it's very approachable. Uh, it's been written so that a thoughtful 10 to 15-year-old probably could handle it. I think it's a, a book that adults would benefit from as well as they travel in life. And so unless you don't like the Harry Potter book, she starts with an illustration from that. So I knew my oldest daughter would enjoy it because she's uh, certainly digested those kinds of books and series. But McLaughlin does a wonderful job positioning Christian faith in, in a contemporary post-Christian world and how we might speak the gospel. This is a book you could share with Christian and non-Christian, and I certainly suggest in my review-ish that you do. Looking forward to getting back with you guys. Kept it short here, about 11 minutes, succeeding in my goals at least in one way today. I'm off to Fort Worth to speak and teach at the Paradox Church. So if you're out there in Texas, DFW, come out and see me Sunday, August 1st. I'll be at the Paradox and then doing some training in the evening as well with my friends there and my buddy Jim Essien. All right, guys, The Gospel Underground is a podcast jointly produced by us and the Bonhoeffer House. Jesse Fury, review us on iTunes. Hey, uh, five stars are acceptable. Send your comments, feedback, questions that you might want us to take up to us at info at gospelunderground.org. Monday, pray for my daughter, Kylene. She's having surgery. I do appreciate that. We are dialogue taking place in the borderlands between the church and culture. We hope you see you out there being peacemakers who's so in peace in this world. This wildin', y'all. 
Keep it real out there. Point to Christ. Thanks, guys. Peace.